after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Mary Jane! to another episode of the recap for BT's Being Mary Jane Season 3, Episode 9, Purging and Cleansing. Ooh. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Thomas, at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope. Follow me so I can see y'all and talk to you guys. And next to me is my cousin from Hi. a different auntie. I'm Fania Thomas. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Snapchat. What? Yes! And of course, we have our other two beautiful co-hosts. Who are you ladies? Hello, everyone. I'm Tiana, a.k.a. Tiyonce. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. And I'm Char Jocelle, and you can find me everywhere at Char Says So and CharSaysSo.com, too. Check it out. Yes, you guys. So, you know, every single week we have someone special from the cast of Being Mary Jane. Today, we have the top dog, we y'all. Have drum roll. Okay, <laughs> if it wasn't for her vision... If it wasn't for her amazing writing, if it mm. wasn't for Come all on. of her hard work, you would not be able to see nope. Being Mary Jane, okay? Um, this is her brainchild. This is her baby. You guys, give it up for Mara Brock Akio! I'm so happy to be here. I'm really, I want to say thank you. You guys have been down and supportive from day one. And I want to say thank you. It really, it takes a village (laughs) to produce a hit. So thank you so much. Thank you. No, thank you for giving us something to watch. Good, good shows to watch. Thank you for birthing a hit. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How did you come up with this idea? Well, it's interesting. When I was, um... I've told the story a couple times, but it, I hope it doesn't sound crazy. But never. Um, when I think it was on the sixth season of Girlfriends, and I was writing, and they were going to sit around another cafe table and tell all their business, and I was like, "This is a lie," in that there's a point in which we get there's an age in which we get where we stop telling even our closest girls the truth because you don't want to hear them say, "Don't do that." <laughs> right, 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 right. Yes. You know, you can tell everything in the 20s and early 30s, but when you start creeping up there, you're like, mm, maybe I'll keep that one to myself. <laughs> right. And so anyway, I, I, I remember having that feeling. That was number one. And the second thing was certainly thereafter, I had like this, the Mary Jane character, I had a visit. <laughs> and I had the, my first vision of her was she was walking through this beautiful house, like, which is why you see Mary Jane's house. Like, it's pristine always right. in the in the front rooms, like mm-hmm. a magazine. Right. And she was living out her life out of this magazine. But when you w- walk toward the back of her house, as she walked through her house, her bedroom and her bathroom were like a hot mess. Like, you're like, right. what's happening here? Like, mm-hmm. you know. And then there were post-its everywhere. And they had affirmations. They had quotes. They had biblical verses. They, had, they just had all that sort of self-help feel good so you knew something was going on with this woman so anyway that was my first vision of Mary Jane and so I started just taking notes Mm -hmm. um and I was like no one is and this is what if so well let's see what what year is that if it's the sixth season of girlfriends this is who 2006 right oh nobody was looking for a a tv show that's going to star a black woman in an hour no less so I just sort of kept notes um I call it, and some of my Twitter followers, they know this, um, when I write, I go down in the rabbit hole. So mm-hmm. when you're going down in the rabbit hole, let's say writing for girlfriends or anything creative for me, 
you might bump into some other sense of creativity. And so sometimes when I'm writing something else, right. something else will pop up. And I just sort of write those notes and I just tuck them away. And Claire, who runs, um, Claire Brown, what's up, Claire? Claire, uh, Claire, who runs our company, um, she was my assistant at the time. And I would be like, Claire, I got to tell you something. So a lot of times I would just tell Claire and Claire would note it for me or I'd have. So anyway, I literally had post-it notes, notes, wow. uh, emails from Claire mm-hmm. of all these thoughts about Mary Jane. But I never thought I would make this show. Uh-huh. Never thought I'd. But I just, I just, sto- I don't know why I stored all those. Well, clearly it was a reason right. I did it because right. here yeah. we are. But anyway, that's how it started. Oh my goodness! And almost ten years later, you got funny? this yeah. amazing show. You know, there's there's a lot of realness and truth that you put into the show. Do you do that because you feel like there's not enough representation of that in the on TV, or do you do that because that's just stuff you want to talk about? Yeah, it's how I see the world. I, you know, um, it's interesting when the show first came out. People kept calling it a comedy. I'm like, hello, no, it's not a comedy. And right. I don't think I didn't sort of... look at it as a comedy. Oh, right? thank you. I did. Well, Shar, you're the smart one. <laughs> did y'all look at it as a comedy? Oh, I didn't. No, no, yeah, but, but, it, but you know, it, they were saying that, and I was like, okay, no. But I did know that in life. Especially for black people, you know, humor is, yes. is, is one it's of our survival. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how we survived. I mean, right, to be right. gone, what we're going through and what we still go through. Sometimes to, um, to get through it, you have to laugh. So it's, it's a part of our culture. It's a part of who we are. Anyway, you asked the question, is this something that I wanted to do? It's just the way I see the world. And right. I see us as human. And I don't see us as positive, And I don't see us as negative. I see us as human beings. And so, and it's all of this. And the goal with this, I had several goals, but one of the goals for the show was I personally don't appeal to, um, uh, I mean, sorry, excuse me. Procedurals don't really appeal to me as a viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say there's not good ones out there. It just wasn't my thing. So I was like, well, what would I want to watch? And, right. you know, um, and, uh, I always, so I was thinking not everybody is experiencing murder in their lives or a car chase or although that's a lot that happens, but most of us are living, our drama is just a day-to-day, one foot in front of the other. Right. Like, it's just enough to get two things off your to-do list. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, I know people wake up just praying to go right back to sleep. You know, it's just like, it's a lot. Life is not it's not that uh, it's not that big all the time. It's in the minutia, and I right. wanted to, can I can I um can I tell stories in the nuance of mm-hmm. life and tell drama in the everydayness of life? So that's why you see Mary Jane. She always has something on her plate. Yes. So you'll see that. <laughs> but that's, if you think about your life, it's kind of like that too. Like one minute you're here, right. five minutes ago you were somewhere else. Okay. I know, next minute you're putting sperm in the freezer. <laughs> Just a couple things, but you I, know. I do want to say thank you for that because a lot of times I grew up in the suburbs. So what I see on television with black people doing there isn't my life. That's mm-hmm. not my reality. So watching Mary Jane go through mm-hmm. the struggles that, you know, I feel like I can actually connect with her in a way that on t- most TV shows I can't connect with the character like that. So. Yeah, that, me either. I was like, I have never been in a car chase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or Law yeah. and Order or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I never. Yeah. And there's like I never been in the hospital except to deliver my babies. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. even know. Like I don't. Anyway, it's not real life. Yeah, it's not the like a cinematic like right. Yeah, right, production. Right. Right. You yeah. know, and we're so oversaturated with reality TV exactly. that to finally have like this drama that is so tangible mm-hmm. and we experience mm-hmm. it. Yes. I'm haunted by my to-do list every single day. Oh, yes. right? like, it screams at me and I feel under-accomplished no matter Listen, how many degrees I have. I know. If I don't get the to-do list done, it's very much like yeah. I'm a failure. And I think it's I, I think it's ruining a lot of people's lives the to do list. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Yeah. My husband just told me the other day, Mars, sometimes doing nothing is doing something. I was right. like, Oh, okay, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to your husband too, by the way. Oh, Celine, yeah. yeah. Shout out, hey, Celine. I, I mean, come on, Celine. I mean, the vision. Yes. I mean, it's one thing. It's it's clearly a village, but Celine, his execution of this show mm-hmm. has exceeded. Um, mm my hopes and dreams. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I love looking at the show. We have other directors now, but he really set 
the template mm-hmm. for he shot all of first season uh-huh. half of second season and he did the first um who he did episode he did the suicide episode this season wow. and the, and the premiere where she was going through the hospital Let me tell you I okay that suicide episode that's what i love about this show just piggybacking off of what i think everybody has kind of touched on it stirs up necessary conversations in households that the conversation might not have ever taken right. place yeah. in like some of the things with white supremacy and the policing of little black children and things like that like that's so important and i love seeing it like I said, like real life conversation kind of incorporated into this scripted, you know, because it's real. Yeah, Yeah. it's real. And the other thing that I wanted to say is how do you, because you, because you work with your husband. Yeah. He's, you know, you have a vision. (laughs) I mean, I didn't want to say that. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. I get it. I get it. (laughs) You can see all the extras. They'd be like, I think I'm looking. (laughs) (laughs) Comes home with me. (laughs) How do you, how do you work so well together because you live together you guys are raising children together you're running a company together here's your vision uh, do you guys always agree on everything no. and if you don't agree how do you deal with that what's interesting we set up something very early on is that we decide be- before we start the project who gets the last say because both of us sort of mm. subscribe mm. to the idea of we listen to many voices but it's one vision that's how you can move oh. that's how you can move things along and you've got to trust that vision so um, say when he did jump, well, excuse me, when he did sparkle, it was like, I was with the writer, but he was the director. So I knew my place. I was like, <laughs> I, yeah, you know, I have some tricks if I want to really get my way. <laughs> there you yeah. but, but when, but when he's serious about, he is serious about his work. So some things I just, all the tricks in the world ain't gonna work. So, you know, but so we start each, um, season. I, I don't think people know this. The first season that got to BET of the game that was under Salim's vision. I get a lot of the credit because, you know, but he ran this, uh, the transition to BET. Oh, okay. Wow. And because at that time I was working on Cougar Town, I was coming, I was, Doing I was there, I was around, but mm-hmm. at, at the time he was the mainstay and he was the one who directed mm-hmm. all 13 of those episodes to get him back on the air. But my point is before each um, project, we decide who gets the last say, who's the visionary of this. That's okay. smart. Um, and so that, when you get to that stalemate, and we've had those debates, um, it it um, you know when to back off so you can move right. forward. Uh-huh. And also, we have to protect what's most important to us, which is our relationship. Right. right. And the other rule we have is we um, try not to go through the we do not go through the threshold of our home working. And if we do, we ask permission, like even from the boys. We're like, right. hey, look, mommy and daddy have to take a phone call. Are you cool with that? Like it's just a way to respect That's what good. the home yeah. is supposed to be. Oh, yeah. um, sort of try to put the phone down. But even like on Tuesday nights, I'm like, Ooh, I need to um, live tweet. Are you cool with that? And he's and he'll sit on the couch with me while I live tweet or something like that. So it's, if I do do work, it's out of the, it's a conversation. It's just not a um a given that I'm still over here working, you know. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's a group effort, it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, it's so progressive where you're getting input. That's yeah. I just have to interject and I have to say to the viewers, when she first walked in, I thought she was Angela Bassett. And I had to check the <laughs> check the day of the week to see is it Wednesday? Did someone book, you know, NHS <laughs> hotel? She has a very Angela Bassett-like quality Regalness. to her. Yes. Regal. You. The did, did everybody hear what Char said? Char said? <laughs> no, I mean, really? come on. Angela is gorgeous. She is. First but of all, she's too. on my Instagram. Okay. And I have her, like, I yes, highlighted her right. as, I mean, damn. <laughs> <laughs> she's fantastic. I, mean, I got to meet her when, actually, when Celine was, um, directed her in Jumping the Broom, and she was fantastic. Yeah. That was so like I my family. To, I get to meet. You're like, hey, sister. I know. I was like, hey, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you, so you mentioned doing Cougar Town. All of from Moesha to the Jamie Foxx show to all these things that you've written on Cougar Town is very different. I yes. mean, the look is very different. Yes. What was it like writing on that show? <laughs> I mean, it, it is. It's a good, it's a good show. It's right? a good show. Yeah, it's a great show. But what? How different was that? Well, it was interesting. It was what well, was two things. It was a lot of fun. I really worked. I really enjoyed working with Bill Lawrence, and it was. But I came away with. A takeaway. It was actually because the let's see, that's when the game got canceled, so I didn't have a show, and so I was like, oh goodness, I gotta work. I gotta work <laughs> on someone else's show, and I was like, oh, it's about a woman. I could tell that, yeah. you know, and I can I can do that and transition forty. I got that. I got that. Right. So met with Bill. He's like, yeah, Mark, come on over. This be a great fun, a fun um, show. And I was like, yeah. And we did have a lot of fun, and I learned some things from him. Like I, we do things differently. Showrunners mm-hmm. are different. Um, 
But one thing it really taught me, and as much as I enjoyed it, I, let me tell you the part I really enjoyed, being a part of the crew. Mm. Because when you become the boss, people right. don't let you in on the jokes anymore. <laughs> you know, like, you know people talking about you a little right. bit, but you can't really say. You gotta keep moving. You're just not, you're part of the group, but you're really not. Right. So it was fun just being a part of the group, just being mm-hmm. a part of the crew. I did enjoy that for a moment, which I hadn't had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was really cool. Met some really great people. Um, and then, but the other takeaway was, no, I'm a showrunner. I do, I really enjoyed working with him on that show. But Can you explain I, what a showrunner is? A showrunner is a visionary of the show. It's the create who, who leads the vision and what you're going to do. You, you're the direction of the show. You are the vision of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, you do everything and you hire Oh my goodness! You, uh, how do you from explain the rooter to the from the rooter from the tutor? <laughs> you are dealing with the network. You're dealing anything to do with the show. We have touched on it. You don't do everything. It takes a village, but yeah. you are directing a lot of the vision it of that. So your you're baby. you're talking to the cast. You're talking to the crew. You're setting up. Mm-hmm. Your, that seems stressful. You know what? No, it is a stressful job. Let's be clear. It's stressful, but it's not stressful when you love what you do. That's true. Yes. I mean, anything has a you know driving in traffic is stressful. Right. Um, it's just what I love to do. I, I'm like Kobe. I want the ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was, gonna, yes. I was going to ask you, Mara, because I don't know if it's just that I just recently may have started paying attention to like the credits. But you know, you were talking about like the intermingling and how you like uh, work with your husband and how you decipher the two and how, um, you know, like how you're not part of the crew, but you are like with the jokes and things. Mm-hmm. I noticed tonight in particular, and I don't know, maybe y'all can correct me if it's just been there, but I noticed tonight in particular that Gabrielle Union is the EP on Being Mary Jane. So how was that with the actress, with the main actress? Did you have to work with her, like, you two together? And No, I think it's more of a, it's, I, it's, it's, she, let me just say this. Gabrielle is the star of the show, so she certainly has input. And, mm-hmm. and the kind of showrunner that I am is I listen to everyone. Right. I listen. Mm-hmm. If, if Shoot, if y'all got a good idea, I'm going <laughs> to listen. I'm going to listen. That is, is my job. But no, really, that's my job. What is best for the show? And right. if you have a better idea than my idea, I need to get my ego out of the way and do that. Mm. I know how to execute that. So Gabrielle has it has had a voice on the show from day one, okay. um, but in success, you know when you have to. And so she negotiated to get her uh, EP title, and it's very normal. You'll see it a lot with stars yeah. on shows. Um, I whether say it they, with reality TV, yeah, whether they started <laughs> off having one or in success, that's something that um, people negotiate for. Um, just a part of you know the, right. the extra perks, but at the end of the day, I think. Um, uh, Salim and I have really sort of been, I guess you would say, the hands-on EPs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then there's also um, and each, and in the writers in the writers world, um, and I am a writer showrunner. There are showrunners mm. who are non-writing, mm-hmm. but I'm a writer showrunner. I'm sort of old school that way. I was my mentor is Ralph Farquhar, and mm-hmm. um, and so and he. So that's just my way. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of uh, writers will also have in the ranks as you kind of move up, you get a little bit more responsibility. And sure. so the producer title, what type of producer kind of tells you where they're right. at in their sort of station. And, huh. um, but we also had a really great producer and a line producer, which is more the nuts and bolts, like gets the, gets the crew there, gets the trucks there, gets mm-hmm. the lights there, all that kind of stuff. Paul Garns out of um, Atlanta and he's based in Atlanta. And okay. so he's our producer there. And um, so anyway, we've got a great, great, right. I'm going to bore you with all that, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. So yes, but she got that this year. Okay, because I was like, I don't know if I had just started paying attention to it, but I do have yeah. one more question. This is my last question, I think. Because <laughs> It's like a two, it's two for one. Okay, so I noticed, I don't know if, I just don't remember, but I noticed like when the show first started, it seemed like musically themed as far as like, oh, tonight's Nicki Minaj night mm-hmm. or Erica Badu night where mm-hmm. all of the songs were Erica Badu. What happened to that this season? Because I know that it's mixed well, match. Well, no, it's, it's never been... The only time we did all of it, we did a, last year, we... Um, and uh, I met Erica in the first season, and we tried to pull it off in the first season, and um, sort of inspired by, ooh, it would be great to do an um, Erica Badu mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but we couldn't make it happen. But then, as I was working on that particular episode, I, I noticed when I was going through my music catalog, which is something 
I love right. music is a big part of Girl, the show. You can tell, yeah. It, um, I was like, oh, there's a lot of Erica songs here, and I thought, oh, wouldn't this might be the perfect episode to sort of do the Erica thought, Erica. you know? And it starts with state. It started with Stacy Barth, and mm-hmm. then it went, which she was my muse for season. If you watch season one, yes. Stacy Barth was all over it. And yes, I love her. Beautiful, yes, that song. And then, yeah, and We're then we went in that same episode. Stacy Barth. It was Erica Badu in the middle, and we used the whole Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see? Remember, she yeah. was on her computer. Yeah. She changed, yeah. mm-hmm. and that was really a, it, it. Came organically, Char is what I'm trying to say. It okay. came organically because a lot of times when we are trying to deal with something emotionally, I know for me, I go to music. It's a therapy for me, yes. and so that's what Mary Jane was doing. I'm like, ah, oh, and see, who's the album you would put on? And we put Erica. We use the idea of Erica okay. Badu, and when she was shifting her mood, we switched to Nicki Minaj. Got you. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. That so. Was- that was not a complete Erica, but it was very much a highlighted one. So when did um, I'm a bad? Is it bad boss bitch? Finally. Oh, oh. oh yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I heard that song before. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'm a boss ass bitch. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, I have to give uh, Kira Lehman, who um, met, he worked with uh, Salim on Jumping the Broom, and then Sparkle, and then we brought him over to be oh. Mary Jane. Okay. Kira Lehman is the bomb. He has. A, I mean, his music, it's really, Salim will give an idea, I will give an idea, Kira will give an idea, now the editors are like, I got a song. <laughs> so, but I, I want to give a lot of credit to Kira, and he came up with that one. But you were asking about the theme, so I have only did it once, and so this but, season, tonight, yeah. I was like, I'm going to do it again. With Jill. Yeah. And so, with Jill, I love her new album, and I've been wait, I think we've been waiting for some new music yeah, for Jill. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and her voice is very much in alignment with where Mary Jane's mm-hmm. character is right now. Um, and when I heard Jare when I heard that <laughs> yeah. song, excuse me, I, could, I, I have to sing it to get to get, to get it right. <laughs> but um, when I heard that, I was in my car driving my kids to school, and I was like, ah, oh, that guy's that has to go in in um, episode nine. Okay, I, some things mm-hmm. just tell me exactly where they're supposed to go, and then I build from there. Mm-hmm. Like I was all, I, you should have seen me in the editing room. Like if you notice, we did living. My Life Like a Scully, which is my favorite yes, Jill Scott song. My favorite. We put it, it made it look like it was in Patrick's car, but we made it look like it was in the car in front. Mm-hmm. So then yeah. it's like, you know, and so we just, we were, I was like, look at us, look at us. <laughs> no, I was going to compliment y'all on that though, because there have been so many times where people will comment under our YouTube. Yes. I'll ask, yeah. like, what song was that when Lisa, during Lisa's know. funeral? Yes. I go home and I download this they stuff. They need to follow mm-hmm. Kira Lehman. What is Kira? I think it's I Am Kira. Oh. Don't give me the I download it. It's just great look at my timeline. Find yeah. here. <laughs> right, there you go. Great there you go. All right, let's talk about this episode a little bit. Um, episode nine. So we only have one more in this season, right? Yeah. We're so sad. I know. I feel like there I should know. be more. Okay, well, you guys got to talk to BET about that. We do. BET. Get it together. We make with get, like They tell us we have 10, we make 10. Speaking of which, we know, congratulations yes. on the deal for Aquila Productions with Warner Brothers. Thank you so yes. much. That's huge. Yeah, it is pretty huge. It's pretty so, exciting. Okay, so this is going to start, we're going to start seeing some stuff next year, right? Yes, that's the plan. What <laughs> is it going to be more, is it movie based? Is it going to be more TV shows? Do we no, know that? It, you know, it's interesting. If you really look at what Akil Productions has done so far, it's really sort of, I mean, from Girlfriends to the game and to being Mary Jane. We have really sort of, even Sparkle, we've honed in on the female voice, more specifically mm-hmm. black female. And and we want to continue with that. There's mm-hmm. way more storytelling in me about that and yeah. on different levels. But, we, you know, but I'm really excited for people to really hear Salim's voice. Now, you hear male, I mean, we have strong male voices within our shows. Yes. You know, but I mean, to be from his vision, I mean, he's got some stuff up his sleeve. I cannot wait for people yeah, and I'm I'm to connect with. And, um, so it'll be so. I think you just get more Mara's passion projects, more Salim's passion projects, and hopefully even we'll be able to um, bring in some new talent. You know what I'm saying? That we can supervise under our deal. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to come out guns blazing. Yes. Please um, do. The, the the figurative, you know, the gun, not the real guns, because those need to go. Okay, okay, that was my no shade. Okay, no much shade, much shade. No, but. Um, but no, we really are excited because, and although we're very grateful for what we've been able to do, 
at all the networks we've been to, um, C- UPN, CW, BET, but we've only been able to feed that one network. But with this deal, it gives us an opportunity to sell everywhere. Mm. So whatever awesome. we sort of match that's up, um, that's where, and that's, that's important for projects because not every project belongs everywhere. Right. You know, networks have different tones. You want to, you know, um, also the alignment of their agenda and what mm-hmm. they want to promote and put their ad dollars are behind because that's just as important too to not just make a great show but promote a great show right and so we're looking forward to all of those things and um thank you for your support and wish and wishful um best wishes i should say don't worry we'll, yeah, don't we'll worry any show you have right. will be right back <laughs> okay, here okay. i'll come back i'll come sure. back <laughs> hey megan really quickly before you kick things off on yeah. twitter just really really quickly um at just call me otis wants to know is it going to be a two-hour finale no it's just one, one hour if i think he wants like us wants a two hour yeah, okay i'm on and 11 and 12 and, um, <laughs> as told by thomas says that oh. he does not have a question but he wanted me to tell you that he loves you and tell him i love him back he is like Super we talk fan. on twitter all the time <laughs> thomas is everywhere so, thomas is everywhere he's so supportive well he's very supportive of a lot of people but you he know what think. that's good sometimes we hear so much about the negative and mm-hmm. he's just a generous of spirit and i thank him look yeah. shout yeah. out to you it's all about us. It's been all about Yes. Us. If you have any more comments, just make sure you use the hashtag ABTVBMJ, and then we'll see all of your comments. Um, so let's talk about this. This episode, we ta- we saw a lot with Patrick and the family and how they interacted together. Um, do you guys think that it was wrong for Mary Jane to, A, not tell Deja what happened with her father, really, when she had her over? And do you think that she probably should have been more honest with her or said something different? Or do you think she handled it correctly? I don't think it was handled with kitten gloves. I felt like she should have had an opportunity to say, bye, Dad, this is what's happening. Because she's smart. Like, she asked. She knew. And, like, the... The scene was so dramatic at school, and like the dad's put like that's that's trauma. Like, have a moment to say your goodbyes and your peace, and then move forward. Well, you know, for starters, when the episode first kicked off, all I kept thinking was, you know what, Deja, that's her name, right? Deja, Deja, don't need this stress. She don't need this, okay? She's just in the little third, fourth grade, second, third, fourth grade. She she's all the grades. packing her lunch, and she's just, she needs to live her life. She does not need this stress. I personally think that Mary Jane handled it fine, because I felt like, um, even though she seems very aware and very smart, you, she don't need that stress. She right. wouldn't have been able to go to sleep. You're in, you're in auntie, auntie's bed, and you wouldn't have been able to go to sleep if she if you rolled over and asked, "Is my daddy back on drugs?" And I was like, "Girl, yeah, girl." <laughs> like, no. So, so she didn't need. I felt like she handled that appropriate because even though kids are very smart and very observant, there's age appropriate things, you know, and. And she had, and you know what the other thing I want to say is Mara, shout out to you for the book reading oh. that Mary Jane was doing. I am Malala. That was really really thank amazing. You. Thank you. You know I try to get as much. We try not to waste any mm-hmm. opportunity. You don't. To communicate. You don't waste anything. I try not to. Well, we try not to. We we yeah. try not to. And I was very thankful um, that they also uh, honored us with um, uh, the rights to. To read that, on, oh, on, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And, it, and especially in light of her movie just coming out, mm-hmm. I hope you guys saw it. It's really yeah, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it's just another message about here. To your point, children. The reason I really wanted to tell that story or show those images. A lot of times, we're all worried about what Mary Jane and the adults are doing, and we forget. Really, it's landing on these children, and yeah. they they are supposed to be protected. To your point, I personally think children are supposed to be safe. And protected so that they can go on their journey Mm -hmm. and stress free. And the lies that adults constantly tell around children all the time, and and, and sometimes for the for trying to protect them. But also the biggest protection I think is what the father said, which oh my God, Richard Roundtree killed the devil. You know, just that the the adults are sucking up too much air in the room. Mm -hmm. We put too much attention on us. And so that was just sort of my you know fist in the air for the kids. And um Oh God! I had another point, and it just went. I love tomorrow's world. <laughs> That's all right. We love it. Uh, I want to ask you guys this. Let's start with you, Tiana. Do you think that um, Grandpa is right when he says that I want to protect this baby? 
Or do you think that she should be allowed to be with her father, who is her father? I he, do, despite what he's going I through. I do agree with Grandpa with the words that he's saying right now, because even though Patrick doesn't see it as a drug problem, any addict who starts using again, that is that is addictive behavior. Right. And it could start off small and grow big, and that's probably how his problem started in the first place. So I do think that Grandpa had a good point that he's trying to protect his granddaughter and help her to not end up how, you know, other kids can. Yeah, like I think there's another way slipping. to go about getting <laughs> there and achieving yes. it, but I do agree with his point. Right, 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 yeah. right. Oh, I know my point. Yes. The reading of the Malala book was also a juxtaposition of, we're talking about one type of oppression. We always look outside of America and be like, oh my God, it's so bad over there. It's bad right, right here. Yes. Mm-hmm. And are we taking care of our house? Mm-hmm. Um, as well as having compassion and bridging understanding of perhaps maybe we can, as human beings, have compassion and understanding for everybody. Mm-hmm. Jumping into your point about dad, I also think it's interesting about parenting. If you really watch the dad, like, he has so much guilt yeah, okay. and and trying to sort through it, he's mm-hmm. taking such ownership of maybe how he parented Patrick, and so then you started, you overcompensate, and to the point now it's yeah. tipped this way. Right. Now, right. Just, and just when do people sort of grow up? Nisi's growing up. All of these sort of things. I it was so much fun writing about it, and and um and I think Adam, who actually was the writer on tonight's episode, he did a great job handling the material. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that point um with. Dad, and he's talking mm-hmm. to our lovely Miss Suge Avery, like we okay. like to call her. She's stunning. <laughs> oh Margaret gosh. Avery. Yes, she's so stunning. And he says that he apologizes to her. Mm. And that touched my heart. I put a uh, great moment with appearance. <laughs> that was just, I was like, this is amazing. Because how many times, you know, we never get to see the insight of our parents. Mm-hmm. We never get to see, you know, like a, a husband and wife relationship when it comes to your parents, your grandparents. And this is a real moment. He's like, we've done this again. We're back at it again. We've got to do this again. And I really felt like that was important because I think you know, he... This whole time we're thinking she's she's the weak one. She's mm-hmm. sick, mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. the rock. He's always taking care of her. And then we see the tables turn where she's actually like, "No, it's okay, baby. We good." Yeah. You know, like, well, I think she acknowledges the the in, incredible amount of stress and pressure he must be under right. having a sick wife and then having all of these grown ass people <laughs> in his house who can't for the life. I'm sure as parents, in certain aspects, they feel like failures. Honestly. Right. Because these people just can't get it together. And now, right. it's tra- and then just to piggyback off of your initial point, when it, um, I think that daddy knows his son. He knows his son. So I don't think that anything that he did was inappropriate as far as like with Patrick's drug addiction because he know, you know your child. Right. And so it was a brash decision and it might have seemed harsh, but it, it, I look at it as a lot on his shoulder. What's his name? I know Richard. Patrick. No, the dad. Oh, oh, Paul. Paul Senior. Paul Senior. Paul Sr. is carrying a lot on his back. Yeah. And that's what I saw in the moment, and I was thinking, what if something happened to him, unfortunately? Yeah. Oh, what God. if he had a heart attack? No. Then you would be like, soul food. Well, that's the whole family You know when Big Mama died, the whole yeah. family yeah. Yeah, not ready for this. We can only handle one death per season. We're at our max. Like, okay. <laughs> don't you throw that our way, Mara. Don't you, don't you put that on him, Shark. Don't you put that, don't you put that, that on him. It would be like soul food, okay? Right, right, right. right. Oh, mercy. No, that was awesome. And and then PJ has a really good conversation with Nisi that I think is very needed mm-hmm. because here now, well, she says something very true. PJ, mm-hmm. you just got out the house. Now you're trying to get me to grow <laughs> right. up and right. be mature. Speaking of Nisi, do you think that she was real sneaky when she was telling Patrick yes. where Deja was? Yes, right. a little bit of jealousy. Did anybody catch that? Yes. Okay. You thought it sneaky? Well, um, like a, maybe a hint of jealousy. Yes. Like, right. there's okay, good, good. Yes, there. Her like, body language was like, yeah, like she right yeah. over there. Go ahead, <laughs> like, go run to her. Yeah, like, you didn't run to me. Yeah, I gotta find you overdosed and stuff. But, right. but isn't that to funny me. about growth? It's like you know, it, it, how many of us have been like, you know, that's the right thing to do, but you hold all that resentment in, right? And you just yeah. you you are jealous, and that mm-hmm. that to me, going back to the 
comment before, that's the everyday drama that yes. we can't even get over. Mm-hmm. Just jealousy. Envy of a, what you say, second, third, or fourth, fifth grader? Yes. She's in every Right now. She's a smart girl. That's a ballpark estimate, right. you know. Right. And she has a right, I think Nisi has a right to be mad because of, of the things that she she had to grow up too early. Just like right. Mary Jane, it's a, it's a trickle, right. it's a snowball right. effect. Just like Mary Jane is mad because right. Nisi's getting perks and benefits and Mary Jane didn't have her baby. And <laughs> right. Nisi, she looks at it as Nisi having, you know, skipping down the yellow brick road. Right, and it's a little girl in Nisi too that oh, has definitely. yet to heal right. that's like angry and upset and yeah. acting the way that she is. That's a lot of a core of what... Uh, the things that I think I write. I think there's a lot of we're we are a lot of wounded people, mm-hmm. right? Dancing mm-hmm. with wounded people, mm-hmm. and I think really we just gotta. It, it's over. Like you know, I'm saying, we have to sort of get over the yeah. um, right. But if everybody over it, there's no TV show. So you have to unpack <laughs> <right. laughs> you you your own yeah. mess. You know, you I that say it all the time, Char. You're watching Mary Jane mm-hmm. unpack her mess. Mm-hmm. And yes. you need to do it. And let it inspire you yeah. to do it for yourself. That's yeah. Sure, that's so funny. I say that all the time. That's Were you channeling me? <laughs> I might have been. You know, you I am phone? good at these things. <laughs> Right, 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 right. She got, a, she got a bug on your phone. But <laughs> <laughs> be careful, Mara. Be careful. So, so then, of course, PJ gives Nisi some advice about what she should do with her life next, which mm-hmm. I'm happy about. He gives her a little plan, two-year plan, what she should do. I think it comes from a good place. I yes, think. Absolutely. Now, here's the thing, though. Is he going to help her? Is the I question. How so. and he's going to be in jail. <laughs> remember, he has some, some shady stuff out there in California. So, yes, what did Nene say? You can't win when you play dirty. <laughs> no, no, I think no. the leak said that on a is real that your prediction um, that PJ is going to go to jail? Um, I don't know. I don't have. I don't really have a prediction. That's. I'm going to save it for next season. I mean, I don't know. I don't. We'll know what say that. Doing. We'll yeah. say that. Well, let's talk about uh, Mary Jane at work. And how she's having a conversation with Kara. Kara says that, you know, she's, she, Mary Jane should step out of what's going on because she's been her family's pit bull. Mm. Is that true? Cause I didn't, I didn't know if I really felt like that. Do you guys think you it's true? You know what? I thought that it was important. I felt like it was true to an extent because the way that I saw that conversation is it's a conversation of your family taking advantage of you and you enabling certain piss poor behaviors. Okay. That's, I just looked mm. at it, it as Kara calling Mary Jane to the carpet. Like you need, to, I don't know if you see this, but this is, from a third party looking in, this is what I'm observing. Right. I think Mary Jane kind of thrives off that a little bit. Like being Me too. The, you know, yeah, the, the savior. Captain Sava, you know, the family. I feel like that's Save her whole like, family. <laughs> you know, like that's her, she needs that to feel like she is got all of her stuff together and she feels the need to be needed. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I, I definitely agree No, I I think that's the same, and I also think that Kara was kind of projecting some of her own problems Mm -hmm. onto Mary Jane in that moment. Wait, okay, so that's a good. Let's talk about that. Can we talk about that? Yes, please. please. Kara read him for points. First of all, that scene that you guys saw um, with Kara and oh god, I just flipped on John's name. Anyway, um, that scene was the last scene we shot. Of third season, it was the, oh. I think it was around one to three o'clock in the morning that we shot that scene. Wow! It was the very last scene, and when I'm in, and at the time we shot it, but also it's confirmed in editing because you could be feeling one way on the set, and mm-hmm. you could say you're like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. that didn't turn out right." And right. <laughs> so we, um, anyway, it confirmed in editing. It's one of those scenes where the stars align for me as a showrunner, mm-hmm. where the acting is superb. The direction mm, is superb, mm. which was by Oz Scott, veteran. Oh. Look him up. He's fantastic. Oz uh, Scott, the DP, Michael Negrin, the um, the props, the set design. the I mean, the way we shot it, it was just so beautiful. The camera movement, it was just... When Kurt, his art music um, composer, he put the score on top of it, it was perfection mm-hmm. for me. It's like it that scene, I used to sit and edit and I said, like, just play it again. I just want to watch. It's a long scene, too. Mm-hmm. Um, even the prop, like the wine bottle, mm-hmm. the movement of the way the, it was shot. Just the way I'm telling you, it yes. was, it's, it was, it's one of my favorite. I have so many favorites, but of this particular episode, and it's way up there for me this season. It was just perfection. And another, Lisa Vidal was losing her voice. I mean, it, a season's mm-hmm. long, a night yeah. is long, you know, it, it can wear on people. Mm-hmm. And so she was concerned. Um, we had to move some scenes around and she was supposed to shoot earlier and then her voice was going and I was worried. I was like, oh God, is she going to have a voice? 
But then if you even listen to her voice mm-hmm. in the scene, it just added a whole other layer. Yeah. And I remember praying because I was like, I don't want her to lose a voice. We get, this is our last day, last shoot, last moment. And it turned out even better that she lost her voice because yeah. she just couldn't keep it. Like, you know, just mm-hmm. the whole the, mm-hmm. Lisa Vidal. I can't say enough about her Bang. acting. Is she, I mean, she's just superb. And that scene, I've been waiting. Let me, let me give Adam his props. We, um, the writers write and then I rewrite ev- mm-hmm. everyone. And but that is a scene I've been waiting to do for a long time. I come in, came into the series or sometimes I got to do this, I got to do this. And we couldn't get it one season, couldn't get it to the second season. But to get it in this season, that I've been wanting to have that conversation yeah. and show that side of Kara. Um, what she's going through and mm-hmm. that whole, and really a reflection of what America is going through, you know, mm-hmm. to talk about white privilege, to talk about white male privilege, to talk about success and what, what drives us? Like mm-hmm. why, how do we get to this unhappy place where right. we have all these happy things, right. you know, anyway, marriage, what it looks like when people are still trying, what's the reality of divorce? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So anyway, <sighs> I love this scene. I, no, I, I love, I love really. systematic oppression. Yeah, right, that's, it's such a serious. When she's, she didn't say it as a nagging wife. Like, no, how did you no. get here? She was like, no, seriously, how did you get here? I know how I got here. You're a white man. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. the, the world is literally your oyster. <laughs> Right, You're a white man in America, and it it, it it was riveting to watch. But you know, but it's funny how he, the conversation that he has with her, which is flipped, and he's like, you know, you seem to be okay with my Girl, lack of ambition. Like, <laughs> you are okay with all of this. That's exactly what I wanted to do. His response was yes. like, oh, it was like a knuckle biter, like a oh, like, like, oh, oh yeah, right. When I had that affair, like yes. that's oh. when I. Oh, I was like, ooh, that's real. It was was an important conversation. Both scenes with with her talking to Mary Jane and her talking to John, right? Yeah. 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 Both great scenes, but both great conversations. I love it. Mara, you're a genius. Oh, (laughs) you do this, honey. No, no, thank you. I'm I'm blessed to be able to do what I love. And so, thank you. We're we're Mm. so excited about that to see what else you have (laughs) up your sleeve. Oh, I have any sleeves on today. Ah. (laughs) And then let's talk about uh, Mary Jane. She's got uh, her 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 show talk back. Oh, oh, yes. I love Nina. Like yes, she hired Nina from Nina the class that, that read her in class. She hired her. That was a smart move, by the way. I yeah, think. Well, I, think I feel so. like the scene that they were having in the think tank at her house. Uh-huh. I wrote down that is the show. That is a live talk back with real people going through real things. Like that needs to actually happen. Yeah, yes. the welfare. They need well, to be happy. She got them together on the <laughs> Seriously. But these are things that people think and believe that black mm-hmm. people are the ones that are the benefiters. Right. Yeah. But we're not. But I was just like, that's the kind of stuff I love. Because yeah. it's real. Yeah. It was funny because, you know, first season, second season, we did a lot of the news at the desk. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things, even one of the inspirations for the CC character is like, because CC would never be a pundit on television. She's right. not qualified. No. Well, she's qualified, just not qualified by their standards. Right. Yes. And so it was like, how do we do the news without necessarily being at the desk? So that scene, thank you. <sighs> thank you. Um, I, I think just, Adam did a great job. Like, it, we really wanted to show how you build a show, number mm-hmm. one, and then two, that's the show. I can see without that. having I mean, to do another news segment. Right. Yeah, on Hollywood yeah, yeah. Boulevard, live well, on is. YouTube. Like I could see that totally happening and people watching it. Right, By the way, right. is Cece a lesbian? Yeah. Yes. 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 You didn't know that. Yes. Okay, I figured with the grandpa clothes. I didn't want to. <laughs> you know, and then she said Mary Jane the whole time. She was like, she might have been gender non-conforming. No, but she's been hitting on Mary Jane. You didn't hear this episode. She said, when I'm on my knees. You know what? It makes it so hard for me to hate her because it's like I want to hate but that's Loretta. Mm, that's Loretta. Loretta. And she's, she's still short it. She's still, you know what I'm saying? She still has that sweet quality to her voice, even though she just she's just a hustler. Uh, it's fun to see Loretta like that. Yeah, Amara, did is. you guys know? We've never seen her in a while. Well, I haven't exactly. seen her. So when, when she auditioned for this, can you tell us no, about No, no, you don't, you don't audition for Loretta. Did you write that? You don't audition for Loretta. You don't audition for So how did you know it was her? Well, I'll tell you. Initially, honestly, um, I didn't want Mary Jane in another love relationship for third season. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was like, she needs, you know, she needs to unpack. Right. <laughs> she, she got some more unpacking to do. Right. And um, so actually we were trying to, you know, anybody could have been that car. So actually we, I was going to go for a guy. Uh-huh. And, that would have been um, creepy. Um, 
Yes, and I wanted I wanted to dance with that. that CC is creepy, and so yeah. So we so when we couldn't get um, who we wanted because he's so in demand, Wendell Pierce, we couldn't we we okay. couldn't get him at all. And I was like, and I just and that's a lot of times with Salim and I do. Who do we want to work with? Who's just amazing? Yeah. And um, so then I was like, well, and also this was during the time we were casting. It was you know last year in pilot season. It was sort of like. The empire effect on pilots. So right, black right. people were getting snatched up all over. <laughs> like, what? Like, everybody booked. Everybody booked. Everybody booked. And so when we were, and so I, there was a little bit of a panic. And um, and I just, and when I go to panic, I go to, I'll, I go to Salim and then I get quiet. I go to prayer. I was like, God. And so we were just talking and we were like, Loretta Divine. Mm-hmm. What if, and Salim, and I want to give Salim, he, he gets so much, so much problems, but I was like, yeah, Loretta. And he goes, and Mara, he, he's the one who thought, I didn't think I was going to dress her that way, but he was like, it should be that. So he and Ruth Carter, who was a genius, mm. she just created a character. And it's funny because I remember Loretta saying, oh, Mara, this is a lot. This is a lot. You know, that when she put the clothes on, I mean, and she and Celine talked about, look at her, like a, you know, look mm, at yeah. her. Like, and so yeah. she even said, I think it was in even an interview, she looked at Mary Jane like she was a man like what you know right. it's like how a man would desire a, a beautiful woman mm-hmm. like that I mean mm-hmm. and so she just kind of went for it and I'm so thankful but they even talked about her legs being splayed how to sit <laughs> and I remember I get the dailies and the dailies are basically you know like the, they shoot it and they send mm-hmm. it to the editing room and I'm just looking I'm like I was blown <laughs> I was blown um on my Instagram I'm gonna um, for the last for the last next week's episode, I'm going to post this picture I have of um, me and Loretta because I just couldn't believe her transformation right. and her hair and the hat so and, the look, and the kit and the throwback. She mm-hmm. had. I, mean, I it just it was just fantastic. That's another for an actress, a director, a writer, um, and then like say a costume helping to form a character. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. That's that's the stuff I love. You say stressful? No, it's not stressful. <coughs> Although sometimes it can be last minute and a lot. But when it comes together, you know it's right. right. And it was meant to be Loretta. It yeah. was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe yeah. this was her. I believe she was uh-huh. CC. She did I did not see her from waiting to exhale. I saw yes. <laughs> CC. And there's a lot Think of women in our world who are CC. I mean, not not being extortionist and stuff like that. Although there are extortionists. <laughs> right. Yeah, there are extortionists. However, but I'm saying just her look, her sort of... I love that we've sort of pulled that that woman into view. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, sometimes we don't see her. Um, right. And she's there. Right, 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 right. So then let's talk about um, her, just real quick, CC wanting compensation. <laughs> I mean, y'all, y'all have to see that when she Come stepped on, in and started talking about these ideas, she wanted an ex- executive producer credit. You went right there. You wrote it on your notes. <laughs> executive <laughs> producer credit. She wants money. For talk back. I sure did. Because I was like, you know what? I know people like that who are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I I changed that sentence so I get a writer credit on yeah. that script. And it's like, my idea. No, you don't. <laughs> right, right, right. That's how the fucking works. She did ask But for, for them, it does. But for, yeah, exactly. And that's, it's like you can work so hard and people, you know, they just want to take it's easier to take than mm-hmm. to sometimes mm-hmm. build and I hope we've made I, I know the audience kind of goes back and forth because she's fun and she's she gives a little bit yeah yeah she's informative all that sort of things but it always comes with the price there's people in your life that always comes right. with the price and mm-hmm. that's just too much money for me yeah. <laughs> she came in asking for free publicity and promotion at the bookstore mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah she's always leading with a get yeah. yeah, always, yeah. always. Do always. you do you guys have like anybody like that in your life? Oh yes, no, no. <laughs> no. can't put no. them out there. No, no. can't put them out there. All right, let's do predictions before we get out of here about next episode. No, I don't want it to be over. I know. TV predictions. All right, one prediction from everybody. I predict that um, Patrick and Miss Principal Lady Woman is going like she's all about that. Oh, they, they, there was they, a lot of because we saw it mm-hmm. at the end of last season. Show. I remember her, and I was like, I see <laughs> right. it there. I synced it. And Beyonce, then, you on something? Yes. You on to something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's, 
I, that, I, that wasn't a confirmation. Yeah, but <laughs> that was saying. a question mark. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. I feel like um, there's going to be some more complexities. I don't feel like White Bay is going to be written out, but I feel like they're going to have, like we saw in the teaser, they're going to have a tough conversation. I feel like it's going to be a good one, one of those, mm. like a good one. Back to pink penises. The back to pink <laughs> beige. Excuse me. I still think Mary um, Jane going to end up marrying a white man. And I feel like, that's why I said I don't think he's leaving. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's, it looks like a tough conversation, but he looks like he's in it to win it. Alright, Fania? Uh, well, I don't, so I'm going to combine mine because there was a moment in the show where Mary Jane was talking to a lady and she made a comment about if black voices were sellable. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys oh, that comment, that. Yeah. But that just really, really just boils my blood right now. Uh-huh. So I'm like, we're going to revisit that. There's going to be more with that. That's what I'm going to say. My prediction, because this is the last episode of season three, my prediction, Mary Jane will surprisingly be pregnant. And guess what? She's not going to know who her baby daddy is because she just ha- she had two lovers this <laughs> season, y'all. Is it going to be a mixed baby or is it going to be a chocolate baby? baby. <laughs> a chocolate chocolate that's baby. a whole lot right there because how do you go through a pregnancy and you're like, I don't know if my baby, like, you can't lie I'm at Mary all. Jane. You cannot lie to either person about the baby. Cause <laughs> you know, that's a good one, Megan. But she did all that testing. You keep still wears condoms. Oh, condoms okay. are only 99.9%. You know what? This only is abstinence so... is 100%. <laughs> this is so random, but I would love to you know. see Lynn Whitfield on this show. Oh my goodness. She, oh, really? Oh, she, what I think way? she, I don't know. I don't know. I just felt that in my spirit just now. I, I'm, I'm speaking into the universe. I would love to see Lynn Whitfield. David's on this mama. Show. Well, David's mom is white. No, David's mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's going to be on the next episode, right? I just want the evil, like, brow. Like, I want Lynn. I want Lynn, and I want her as a villain somewhere. You want her her eyebrow? Is that what you said? You know how she's just like, (laughs) Lynn is just always so intense with her acting. (laughs) All right, Mara, before we get out of here, what's one thing you want all of the viewers, the people who love being Mary Jane, what do you want to say to them? Thank you. I want to say thank you. I mean, it is a joy to have a conversation with such a giving, generous of spirit audience and supportive. And I know, and with a lot of opinions, (laughs) I still want to say thank you. Yay! Thank you so much for joining us. Where can we find you on social media? Um, See, on Twitter, I'm Mara Brockakeel, all together. And then on Instagram, which is one of my faves, is Mara Keel. Yes, thank oh, you so much for joining us. You are amazing. Thank you. I love you. You, you are amazing. You're like a big thank get. You. You're like a whale to us. You oh, don't even know. Thank a pleasure. You. Really? I hope that wasn't a comment on my hips. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know it I wasn't. You fell right into that for me. You, did. you set yourself up for that one. For you me. know my background is in comedy. <laughs> Mara, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for girlfriends, for writing on Alicia, for Sparkle. the game, for Sparkle, for everything. Yes. Thank you thank so you. much for giving us a Cougar voice. Town. Thank yes. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Okay, where can we find you, ladies? You can find me at charsaysso.com and at charsaysso on everything Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, all that good stuff. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson and on Snapchat, Tiana underscore Hobson. Oh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Finia Thomas. And you can find me, Megan Thomas, at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope. And don't forget, we have one more episode this season. Use the hashtag ABTVBMJ because we want to see your comments. We want to shout you out. Y'all Make sure you funny. continue to watch. Keep the conversation going in the comments below. Subscribe to AfterBuzz TV. We love you guys. See you next episode. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.